Genesis chapter 2, verse 25, and then Genesis chapter 3, verse 7 through verse 10. Genesis chapter number 2, verse number 25, and then Genesis chapter 3, verse 7 through verse 10. Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. You can stand for this part. Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. And then Genesis chapter 3, verse 7 through verse 10. Amen. If you had it, say, mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Genesis 3 and 7 says, And the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Verse 10, And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. May be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to title this message this morning, although we are still talking about fellowship, and our theme is one for all and all for one. The subtopic or the sub-theme of this message is the naked truth. The naked truth. A lot of people can't handle truth. Um, matter of fact, more times than not, we gather people around us that'll say uh, what we want them to say and cooperate the way we want them to cooperate. Amen. We gather people around us who will, um, for lack of a better way of saying it, be a yes man. When the truth of the matter is, we need truth. As a matter of fact, we need truth so desperately that Jesus says the only way to be free is to know truth. For he said, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. We find here in our text that Adam and the woman are naked. This word naked in the Hebrew is the word Aram, A-R-O-M. And it means not just simply exposed physically because when we think naked we think to uncover but it's not just talking about physically being uncovered but when he says naked here it literally means by definition bearing all to see it's not just nudity but it's bearing everything 
uncovered for everybody to see. I submit to you that many of us hmm, like to cover stuff up. It's easy to hide the scars. And so nobody sees the wounds and the bruises. This word naked goes so much deeper than nudity. The word is derived from the verb err, which means to be exposed. And I submit to you, because we're talking about fellowship, that the scripture says that the man and the woman were naked and not ashamed. Which means that they were able to bear all in front of each other and not be ashamed of who they were. They were able to bear in front of one another without fear of judgment. They were not afraid to be exposed to be without a covering in front of each other. This word naked or arum also means to be transparent. Now many times we think that transparent simply means to be honest or to be so brutally honest that your life in a sense is an open book. But I found that the very first definition of the word transparent means to be a transcender of light. Light is able then to shine on the substance of a thing, to see through the thing and to see what's behind the thing. It's going to make sense. Transparency then is to be used by the light to see what is behind the substance. Many of us think that we are transparent, but you're not transparent simply because you can say something and be honest and you feel like you have nothing to hide. You're not transparent if I can't hold you up to the light and people can see through you to see what's behind you. So Jesus then is transparent because in all of his suffering, when they lifted him up, it wasn't even about him but you were able to see through him and what was behind him even though they stripped him and had him physically naked as he hung on the cross his transparency had nothing to do with his physical attire but the fact that we could see through him to see the plan of God was his transparency I challenge each and every one of us to become transparent to the point that we understand that people can use the light to see through us. Do you know what they do if you go to the store and you hand them a $20 bill? 
Now they used to take it because you can see through it. Now counterfeiters fitters were so good that they began to counterfeit the dollar. So the, 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 the currency of the federal agents did two things. The first thing they did in all new bills is they put a seal. You might can duplicate how it looks, but you can't copy this. Y'all catch it after a You might can preach good, sing good, pray good, shout, clap, and do all of that. But what you cannot copy is the sin. Yeah, because the seal will make you love the unlovable. It will make you forgive the unforgivable. The seal will cause you to be real transparent. And I can stand the test of time when you hold me up against the light. I am who I say I am. Second thing that they put in this new dollar bill, this is a five in Abraham Lincoln is on the front. But when you hold it up to the light, you can tell that they put another image. <laughs> so what you see right here is just me. But if you hold me up to the light, there's another image. And somebody say transparent. When, when I first started teaching, the overhead projector was my best friend. Now, some of y'all might not be old enough to remember what the overhead projector is, but it was a machine that they used to put stuff or to project stuff onto the screen. And the way that they would project, they would use a light that was inside the base of the machine. And it came up with a little hook, something like this, and you would place what they call a transparency. Doesn't make sense now. And the light that was projected from the base of the machine would project onto the wall what was on the transparency. So that even though it was only written on the transparency, the light caused it to be projected. So that everybody could. And so when they put him on the cross, it was just a for all to see. Because if it had not been for the light shining in him, as a matter of fact, he said, I am the light as long as I am in the world. John chapter 9 verse 5, as long as I am in the earth, I am the light. He was projected because of his transparency. And so I, the thing that I love about him is that he was willing to be naked. He was willing to be naked before us. But the problem I find with most relationships, church, is that many times we're uncomfortable with being naked before each other. Matter of fact, there are some friends that you have that you can't get naked before. I'm not talking about nudity. I'm talking about honesty. There are some habits that you got. Some stuff that you do. Yeah. Y'all don't talk to the choir. Right. Some stuff you got going on that if folk knew about it, yeah. 
they might not be your friend. As a matter of fact, there's some stuff we got going on that if the people sitting on the road with you knew. The naked truth. Transparency then, watch this, requires vulnerability. And one thing that we don't like being is vulnerable. It's that fake perception of being strong that has caused us to pass off fake strength. This is why people suffer silently because they're supposed to be strong. I'm supposed to be okay. I'm supposed to be good. But if I could just be transparent, the truth of the matter is, you ain't good. You ever go to somebody or hear somebody who has committed suicide? And, 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 and the family says, we didn't see it coming. They seem so happy. They were full of life. We're surprised. You never would have thought. They're completely caught off guard because the person who did it to themselves hid what was really going on because they were afraid to bear all before people that they are supposed to be in a relationship with. I love the fact that the man and the woman were able to be in front of each other and they were able to bear all in front of each other and not be ashamed. I ask you this question, is there anybody in your life that you can get naked before. My God, my God. Huh. Do you have some friends that you can be transparent before? You can be yourself. You can bear all. The reason that we don't want to feel vulnerable is because we don't want to be judged. I'm supposed to be saved. I'm not supposed to still have flesh issues. I'm not supposed to get weak. I'm not supposed to get tired. Well, I don't know what book you read that in. But my Bible says many are the afflictions of comma, but the Lord delivered them from them all. That's good news, but what do you do in the meantime but until deliverance shows up? What do you do while you're waiting on your deliverance, while you're waiting on it to manifest, while you're waiting and you, you don't have anybody to pray with you? You don't have you ever feel like that? You just feel on nobody that you can really talk to and tell them how you really feel. As a matter of fact, you got some thoughts in your head that if everybody knew what you was really thinking. And I told y'all last week, you ever been so mad at somebody that you can string together some cuss words that don't even make sense? You ain't ever been that mad where you just start putting them together. You start piecing them things together. And you really, when you get through, your kids looking at you like, cuss words don't even go together. Just mix them in a pot and don't, just came out. That's when you get so mad, you can't even get your thoughts together. You need some people that you can go to and be transparent before. Yeah, but the church problem is is so judgmental. So quick 
to say what the character of a Christian is supposed to be. That we forgot to be there for one another. We, we, We got such an idea of what religion is supposed to be. That we done forgot y'all how to be there for each other. And last time I checked, I believe it's James chapter 5 verse 16. That says that you are to confess your faults one, two. Well, I don't believe that there's anybody in the house. That feels comfortable today. Confessing what you got going on to nobody else. That's just between me and the Lord. Yeah. Won't you just be honest? Yeah. And you don't have nobody that you feel like, well, shoot, let me call and tell them. Uh, no, mm-mm. let me see. Had this thought. No, let me. You share what you want to share. Yeah. Bear what you feel comfortable bearing and then cover everything else up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you ever seen people? I, I laugh at all the time. It ain't really funny, but I laugh. When I see folk go to uh, the beach and they go to the beach and they show up at the beach, got on a bathing suit and a t-shirt. I'm men. A bathing suit and a t-shirt. understand the transparency I need you to understand the nakedness one thing that I have to tell you before we get out of here well two things really is that one if people are afraid to be transparent number one they're afraid that they haven't been released from their past people who are afraid listen people I've been preaching for over 20 years and I tell y'all this all the time people still talk about stuff I did in high school hey man I'm 39 years old. Do you understand I was 16? See, some folk, you got to break it down for them like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Because some folk ain't going to never let you go. They'll never release you. But the problem is, some of us still live in the past. You can't be released from something that you're still a part of. Y'all ain't going to talk about too. The Bible says if we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And so we can't be released from our past because we're still a part of our past. So I'm afraid to bear all. I can't give God my everything because I'm still doing stuff I ain't supposed to do. Amen. Still going places I ain't supposed to go. So I can't really give myself wholeheartedly to him because I'm still dealing with some stuff in my pants. You waiting on God to release you and God said you got to walk away. But the problem is this. We've become so accustomed to hiding stuff from one another that we really honestly feel like we can hide stuff from God. Yeah, we, we become so accustomed to covering stuff up and covering up imperfections with ourselves. This is some stuff that you can't filter out. Oh, I can right there, but I'm going to leave that alone. We can't be open with each other and there for each other and support one another and pray for one another because the scripture goes on to say if you confess your faults to one another he says you're doing this so that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We love to quote that part but we forget about the part where you're supposed to be there for me and I'm supposed to be there for you. But I can't get naked before you because you can't wait for me to show you all my stretch marks. So you can go back and tell everybody else. I knew he wasn't perfect. I knew he wasn't right. I heard. Did you hear? Can't show who we really are. The truth of the matter is, if you look at yourself long enough, you'll see that you have some scars too. Second thing is this. We don't want to be seen as weak. Because somebody has told us that being weak makes you vulnerable, makes you susceptible to it being taken advantage of. So we don't want to be viewed as weak. And so I can't be honest with you and tell you that I'm struggling, Pastor. I can't be honest and tell somebody that's singing with me in the choir, that's praying with me on the deacon board, that's serving with me on the motherboard, that you know what? I'm just about tired. And so we just continue to suffer in silence. Instead of saying to somebody, I know I've been saved for 30 years, but let me be honest with you. This what I'm going through right now is hard. I trust God. I believe God. But I just need somebody that I can just get naked before. Let me hurry through this. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you hanging today. I'm telling you this. Watch this. Go to uh, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. This revelation about to be something serious for you right here. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. The first part of the scripture says this. Now the serpent 
was more subtle. You see that? Some translations will say cunning. Watch this. The word cunning and subtle is the same Hebrew word Aram as naked. You just missed it. Genesis chapter 2 verse 25 says the man and his woman were naked. This the same word in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 that says that the serpent was cunning. He was subtle. He was tricky. In essence, he too was naked. So it makes sense to me now. Maybe the woman was susceptible to the serpent because he was naked too. But his naked was a cunning, deceptive naked. Hers was a bare all naked. You got to be careful of people who will show you their nakedness. But it's only to deceive. I ask this question. What did the snake have to gain? By exposing the woman, what did the snake have to gain? Oh, man. There's people who know you got flaws. They won't be happy till everybody see you. Y'all miss this. You ever wonder why people that are so close to you don't it seem like your family, your best friend, are the ones that most commonly betray you? That's because it wouldn't hurt if it was an enemy that betrayed you. But it was somebody who showed you their scars too. Somebody who got naked before you. Except theirs was to deceive you only to show everybody else that you got issues too. You're going to have to pray for some discernment when it comes to who you expose yourself to. Because everybody ain't interested in seeing your scars for your scars and praying for you. There are some people that are praying for you and then there are some that are praying on you. You're going to have to be able to discern those that are praying for you and those that are praying on you. The naked truth is that he was there from the beginning to deceive. Got her to trust him. And when she began to trust him, he deceived her. The Bible says in verse 7, and the eyes of them were open and they knew that they were naked.
and they sewed fig leaves together and made aprons. Watch this. In verse 9, they heard the voice or 8, they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The Bible says that they hid themselves from the presence of God. Watch this. This is what I found to be interesting though. When they uncovered themselves or when their eyes were open, you know, they partook of the fruit, their eyes were open immediately. They made fig, they took the figs and made aprons for themselves. Why didn't they hide from each other? We are good to gather people around us that can make us feel comfortable about our issues. We'll get people around us who we know ain't perfect either. Because it makes me more comfortable than what I got going on. Yeah, I ain't got to keep cussing because you smoke. <laughs> you ever heard folk tell you you can't judge me? You got that yet? See, they know your scars. And the Bible says that's the only scripture they know. And you can't judge me. And you got your own stuff. And so because they know your scars, they try to back you up off of them by talking about your issues. And until you get comfortable in your own body, you won't be comfortable challenging anybody else if they bring up something you got going on. Listen, you can talk about what I got going on. I'm comfortable in what I got. I'm comfortable being naked before you. I'm just trying to tell you that you got some stuff that you need God to deliver you from. Don't don't try to come talking to me about what God can do in judging me. You got to be able to stand your ground and not be afraid to be naked. They stripped him of his clothes. Marched him through Jerusalem. But he was not afraid to be naked before the people because he said, I have nothing to hide. Wouldn't back up from who he said he was. Didn't crucify him because he made blind Bartimaeus see. Didn't crucify him for walking on water. Didn't crucify him for healing Peter's mother-in-law. Didn't crucify him for healing the lepers. They crucified him because he said, I'm the son of God. They couldn't handle that truth. They started looking for scars. They started looking for stuff to expose him. Is not this the carpenter's son? Meaning that we're going to try to tie you to your geographical location. We're going to try to tie you from where you came from. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? They start trying to tie stuff to him to discredit him. But the truth of the matter is, I'm not who I used to be. You may know Joseph the carpenter, but you don't know my real name. And I just feel like this. If he wasn't afraid to get naked. And he's my covering. Whatever I got going on, he's already got me covered. Whatever you have going on, you shouldn't be afraid. You don't have to try to, the better thing to do is to clean it up. Uh, I was watching this commercial the other day. And our uh, free breeds. 
And the little boy mama walked in his room and the commercial said, this is how your room smells to you. And it had a clean room. And then it said, but this is how it smell to everybody else. And it had gym socks all over the room. And so <laughs> they then showed the mama walking through and spraying free breathing. Yeah. Now, I'm not racist, but I said, that ain't no black mama. Because a black mama would have snatched them covers off the bed. Because free breezing it, I know it's for breeze. For breeze ain't going to do nothing but cover it. That was one of the points right there where you should have For breeze ain't going to do nothing but cover it. Yeah. 
folk that we can get naked before. The church is supposed to be a place, a body, a body. You're catching a body that ain't covering up stuff, but a body that's been washed. If we'll walk in that, then people who feel judged will start coming to church instead of trying to cover up their issues. When we were up there at the park having revival, there was a man in the back by the fence, and he took out his cigarette, and I walked to the back of the fence, and he said, oh, excuse me, Pastor. I said, man, go take out your cigarette, because you're going to smoke it when I walk away. You ain't got to cover up for me. And the Bible says that was one that doubted. And he showed up in the room. And he said, oh, you don't believe me. He said, I ain't going to do it uh, like I used to. I'm not going to feed 5,000. I'm not going to make something appear. He said, put your hands in my skull. Get here. 